Welcome to the Backroads Podcast, a podcast for adventures off the beaten path. In this show, I want to empower women to reach their full potential and find strength within themselves, inspiring women to let their true selves shine, feel confident, and embrace the present moment. Through personal travel stories, we will share our growth and passion. Please tune in weekly for up-to-date confessions of like-minded travelers. As your host, I, Josie Arella Sweetman, will help guide you to gain clarity on your path to find what sets your soul on fire. If this podcast resonates and inspires you, hit the subscribe button and share it with a friend. Does goal planning feel like a mystery to you? I've got you. With my top five secrets to goal planning, this is what I use when I'm working on a goal. Right now, I'm using this system to build new habits and change my condition tendencies. It's worked for me and many others. I know it will get you feeling inspired to start taking baby steps towards the goals that you are working on. Here are what people who have signed up for the goal planning challenge are saying. Encouragement to challenge myself and go after my dream. I've changed my mindset and expectations that I have to go back to my old job for a few more months until I can start my new job. I'm finding ways to be excited about that, which is a huge victory compared to the way I was feeling just thinking about this for the last two months. Get my five secrets to goal planning at thebackroadscoaching.com. It's a freebie that I'll give you that will get you crushing your goals in no time. Friends, welcome back to the Backroads Podcast, where we talk about living life fearlessly off the beaten path. Today on the podcast, I have the joy of talking to my mother, Immaculate Aurelis. Immaculate is from Haiti. So today she's going to talk to us about that amazing adventure and how it felt to move from another country to come to America. So hi, mom. Hi. Thank you for joining me and being a part of the Backroads podcast. Um, please tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, what do you do? Are you married? Okay, my name is Immacula Oilis. I'm married and I have five kids. And me and my husband been married for totally two years. And we're still married. Wow, that's amazing. 32 years. I didn't even know it was that long, Mom. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the biggest lesson you've learned from being married for um, 30? For a big <laughs> lesson I learned because um, the decade and I go up and I believe when you're married, everything adds to it, even the good time and bad time. And I remember that. And I always keep that, even a good time, a bad time, I remember to keep it and make everything become normal. Everything get a bad and try to make it back up again. Every time I fall and come back up and we know we can make it. And um, that's why I've been totally two years with lots mm -hmm. of patience and courage and lots of wisdom. Yeah, that's very inspiring. Yeah, I remember you're always telling me, have more patience, ask for more patience. <laughs> yeah, because without patience, you cannot do nothing. If you don't have patience, you cannot achieve any goal. 
always mm-hmm. you need patience, always you need courage, always you need wisdom, and mm-hmm. always you need God in your side. And that's mm-hmm. the first thing. Because yeah. without God, you cannot do nothing. Because when I moved from Haiti to come here, I leave all my family there and then I come with my four kids and I have one young one in here and 24 years old now. And I never know I can able to make it. And I was sick all the time. And I was a skinny like a broomstick. <laughs> and I never, the eyes and my, the water in my eyes become food for me. Because I miss my home and I miss my family. Even I was come with my kid and my husband, but I have my first family and I was missing. And I yeah. cry all the time and I'm never happy. And one day, and I cannot take it anymore. I say, God, you got to help me. Because I come in here with my family, my kid, they need me. You got to help me. And the sense that I was talking to God, and I've been happy, and I never be sick anymore, and I do everything I need to do. That is such an inspiration. That is amazing. I am so proud of you, Mom. Thank you. Yeah, people need to hear that. Sometimes you just have to ask for a little help and really believe that you can achieve anything you put your mind to. Yeah, you can receive anything you put your mind to, but remember, always you need God first. And God is going to work in on you, make you stronger. That's the best thing to do. Because remember all the time, you can never do nothing by yourself and your own. You're going to tumble in and fall. But if you put God first, and you're going to receive any good, you put your mind to it. Without God, absolutely, you cannot do nothing. Absolutely. You need to have faith. You have to have faith in God and believe. And every time you fall and you cannot do nothing, always remember, if you cannot say nothing, always ask them for help and always be willing to help you. Yep, I believe that. So what made you and dad decide to come to America back in 1993? Okay, to become to America because um, my husband too, used to work in for the casa. And after he done working for Kaza, and he be have lots of problem and lots of difficulty. And that time, and they was sent embassy in Haiti to help people who have lots of persecution because he cannot sleep in his house because he never, he don't have peace. That's the reason bring us to America. Yeah, how hard was that? Uh, it was very hard. It was not easy. How long did you have to take for everything to happen to make it but you and dad and all the kids could come here? It took a lot of courage and lots of work because you got to go back and forth and ask you for lots of questions and to have interview, lots of interview and able to pass all of them and blood test everything and to able to make it and to come to university. Wow, that is amazing. That is amazing. Lots of courage. Lots of courage. 
Well, thank you for sharing that story of courage because I think we all need a little more of that. And so yeah, now we need that. Yeah, so for the people that um, are scared to travel, are scared to do a big move like that, what would you say to somebody that is wanting to take a journey themselves, but they're just a little afraid? What would you say? Don't be afraid. Everything you put your mind and you put your go on it, you can receive it. And always, too, if you put God first, you don't have to be scared. Because remember, the battle don't belong to us, it belongs to God. If you give God everything and say, God, I'm in your hand, lead me where you want me to go, and God's going to direct you exactly in that right direction. Yes, Mom, take us to church. <laughs> so how was life in Haiti for you and the kids and everything? Actually, life wasn't that great. It wasn't that good, but we make it anyway, you know, because anywhere you live, we have water, we have fire, always we make it. But life wasn't easy, but we make it anyway. But God bring us here for a reason, and we're able to make it better life. Yeah, so how was it growing up? Um, to growing up, to growing up, that's a memory for me, you know, because my mom has eight children, and always, and uh, I have to try to help myself and help my mom, and it wasn't that easy, but always, God make me strong, and to achieve anything I put my mind so to it. Yes, absolutely. So what was a day like for you as a child? Uh, actually, they, they was very happy that day you wake up, you know. You wake up every day, you see the sunshine. And always, my mom put food on the table for us to eat. And my mom was very hard worker. And that was help us to make it more easier. Yeah, absolutely. So do you have a memory of your childhood you'd like to share with everyone? Oh, my childhood, I remember growing up and because I was in my country, because we have we don't have everything inside the house, you know. You got to go by, get your water and different place and, you know, and grow up, I remember when I was very little kid and I speak to God, I say, okay, God, I want to use, I wanted to have my house and to have everything on it, you know, and I was very young and to say that and absolutely become reality. Amazing. And when I grow up for a little child and I tell God, okay, I want to get married. I want to have one boyfriend and to get married. And that's what happened. Wow, you absolutely. Your first That's boyfriend. amazing. My first boyfriend I married, and all that boy I made, I know like him, and I sent him away. And absolutely, that one I love, and he come. We talk, but he was gone. After I say yes to him, he gone for three months. I never see him. And my sister make fun of me. And I tell him, don't worry, he's gonna come back because that's the one God have for me. 
Aww. And I never lose my faith, and I keep my faith. And he, after he come back, yeah, and that's that, and we get married. <laughs> wow, that's an amazing story. Yeah. Wow. So you guys met, and then you guys didn't see each other again for three months? Yeah. Also, I met them. We used to go play some kind of show in church together. You know, we see each other. But after I say yes, and after that, you're not very comfortable, not very good, very shy. I'm always very shy. I never know I'm going to have married to have five children because <laughs> I'm really shy. But after three months, he come back. Even he come back, it wasn't easy for me. But God-wise, why didn't everything I say in his book, it become reality? Yeah, amazing. So yes, yeah, so you believe very strongly in the power of prayer and believing what you pray for. Exactly. Believe what you pray for, you can get it. Only have faith and believe it, you will get it. Wow, that's amazing, amazing story. So were you able to stay in your family home the whole time? Because I remember... Um, a while back, you telling me about having to, because of your mom having so many kids, didn't you have to go somewhere else to help the family? Um, okay, I wasn't grow up in my mom's house, and I was left with a young nurse, and I been go up there, and I go up in different place, and you know, to help somebody else because my mom was up eight children. And it wasn't easy for me, but I rested with the help for a little while for a long time. And she become, go to United States, she tell me, okay, I'm going to put you to my sister's house. And after that, I'm going to send somebody to pick you up. But apparently it wasn't work the way God wanted to work. And the sister was very abusive and do all kind of bad thing to me and I call my mom, she come and pick me up and I been can I been go back to my mom's house. Yeah, wow, that is an amazing story. What a what a life you've lived. It's been a life. Absolutely very tough. It was very tough, but you know, with God help you can do anything. Yeah, that's what you keep saying and I believe it because that's what you used to teach us. When we were kids yeah. and the same thing with me, everything I feel like I pray for and believe I've been able to make a reality. So I definitely agree. Agree. Yep, with that. That's true. Yeah. That's that. You just gotta know in your heart that what you're asking for, you really, really want it. And you've got to believe that the Lord will provide for you. And when you do believe that it does, it does your dreams become reality. Yep, exactly. That's true. Because of you and dad, us kids have been able to go to school, learn English, get really good careers and travel and do all the things that we wouldn't be able to do. So we are so very lucky for your courage and for your bravery. It's just inspiring, that's, mom. That's good. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, very, very inspiring. That's really true. So tell me about your family. You have eight brothers and sisters. Um, I have a five, four sister and three brother. 
and everybody very far away and only me here. And they're doing great. Yeah, I know you help them all the time. You and dad are always um, trying your best to help the best you can. Yeah, we do that. That's it. That's all go. All go to help. And for God bless us, we go around the world to help the poor. That's all go. Oh, that's such a beautiful goal. Yeah. And I believe that you can do it. If anybody can, it's you. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you're a real fighter. You go after what you want. That's for sure. Exactly. So when you came to America, not knowing any English, how was that for you? It was very difficult. Not easy. All we do is smile. But after you speak English, you see how hard that was. Yeah, wow. How long do you think it took before you were able to speak English? Hmm. It was take a while. Because when we come here, we wasn't speaking any English. But after probably four, three months, I started to speak very little. And you see how difficult that was. Yep, I'm sure it helped because I know I started first grade not knowing any English. And so I had to go to speech classes and language classes. And I know when I'd come home, you and dad would want to know us kids were learning so you can learn it too. Yep, absolutely. I wasn't going to a school for learning English. I, I just learned from my kid and from places I go. Because I try to go to school, my kid little, and I don't have time for that. And I pretty much get it from other people who speak English. Amazing. Wow. Yeah, English is a very hard language to learn, and you you speak it very well, Mom. <laughs> Absolutely not not perfect, but when I speak, people understand exactly what I say. And that's what matters. Yep. So, yeah, so I remember coming from Haiti, we got sponsored, was it by the Lutheran Church that sponsored us? Yeah, by Lutheran Church, yeah. And we had two main sponsors, was it Bev and Carolyn? Bev and Carolyn and Makrima and Pastor Eric. And Pastor Eric. And so, yeah, so we were living with our sponsors for how long, would you say? Oh, I... To, for that one, I um, we left for a while, but I don't remember how long. Yeah, was it like a year, you think? or? Uh, not a year, probably like maybe five, six months, maybe, peut-être, maybe. Yeah, so for five, six months, we're living with the sponsors, and they were trying to help us get on our feet and yeah, and start to learn English and learn the ways of America and all that stuff. Yep. Amazing. We're so lucky for them, huh? Yeah, we're so lucky. Yeah, we're very lucky. Yeah, very blessed. Very blessed. Very, very blessed. So what's your favorite memory about coming to America? I know you said you were a little scared when you were here. You were missing your family. But do you remember a memory when you got here that was a good one? Um. You know, memory, I don't know. 
Memo, I can remember, you know, he speak English, you know, laugh, um, or everything bad or good, we just laughing. I think that's the best memory for me. I never gonna forget. Mm -hmm. Well, I, Carolyn always talks about how uh, when we first came here, she tried to give us ice cream and we didn't know what ice cream was. And so <laughs> she, we wouldn't eat the ice cream and she cooked us, uh, she cooked us white rice and gave us all a bowl of white rice and we loved our rice. <laughs> <laughs> I always think that's a funny story. Really funny story. And I also have my favorite memory is the day that it snowed so much outside and dad opened the door for us to go to school. I think we were in elementary school. I must have been must have been in first grade yeah I was in first grade I think and dad opened the door and there was so much snow outside and he says nobody go outside because <laughs> he didn't know <laughs> that's was yeah that's was absolutely yeah that's a memory yeah yeah he said we couldn't go outside because he didn't know what the snow was and so we because we never have a snow in our country yeah do you remember the first time you touched snow and saw it what do you think it was a little concerned because that's the first time we see snow in our life. Yeah, it was kind of a little, kind of a little heavy. Yeah, <laughs> Very, little difficult. But after, yeah. after a couple winter, we get used to it. Kind of. I don't know if you ever get used to winter. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, but I remember we're doing uh, we're doing better now. We're used to it, but we've been we're doing better. Yes, I remember once Carolyn came over after Dad didn't send us to school, and she um, made us put our coats on, a hat on, and some gloves. And I remember we, as kids, we spent the whole day building snowman, and we made an igloo. Oh my gosh, it was so much fun! I remember. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, that was a that was a good memory for me. Yeah, that's a good memory. Yeah. Yep. Is there anything else you would like to share while you're talking to the Backroads podcast listeners? You know, only thing I can said. Always, I send my life, and if I make it to United States of America, anybody can make it. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. So have you been back? Um, I know you and dad, you guys went back, was it two years ago? Yeah, we go, yeah, go bury my mom because my mom was passed away. Yeah, how long ago was that now? Uh, maybe for now, well, it's been a while. Was when me and Austin were still in Austin, when we moved to Austin, Texas. So that was, what, four or five years ago? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, four or five years ago. And you said she was a, how was she? Her memory of her, what do you remember? Yeah, the first, yeah, that first we go visit her and she was doing pretty good. We take her to the doctor and she doing pretty good. But after six months and we have to go to the funeral when she was passed away. Hmm. I remember that was very hard for you. Yeah. But we do believe she's watching over us and she's our guardian angel. I do believe so. Yeah. I do believe she and Dad are pleased. Then I am right now. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. 
You don't think there can be heaven on earth? She and, you know, I don't know how to describe it, but always I say she and the other place. I don't know exactly where she is. I don't know, but only good Lord knows. Yeah, absolutely. But I believe we can make heaven on earth too. We can yeah. find ways to make life happy. We can find ways to make life worth living. Absolutely. Absolutely, always. Absolutely. We have to hope for the better, not for worse. Yeah. Always we have to make hopes for the better. Always we have to soon um, sad for the joy because remember if we have God and we have everything we need it, always we have to choose to be happy, doesn't matter what. Yeah, amazing. Well, do you want to leave us by leading us in a quick little prayer for our listeners? Okay. Um, God, we say thank you for my daughter Josie and to guide her and protect her and all people going to listen to her broadcast, going to learn something to help whenever fall down, always to back up. Because with God's grace, we can do anything, nothing too big, nothing too small for him. And we pray for everything going good and everything listen to it. They have miserable life. Life can change and have better life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story with us, sharing your spirit with us. It was a pleasure to talk to you, Mom, and revisit back to growing up in Haiti, moving to America, not knowing a word of English, and then learning yeah. the language, getting a job, getting a beautiful home that you've always wanted, yeah. having, having my little brother Johnny here in America. So now you have five kids, yeah. which is amazing, amazing. And I love that you said that if you can do this, anybody can, because it just takes some belief and it takes some faith and it takes just it having courage. the courage to yeah. go after your dreams and yeah. yeah, have a little courage. And sometimes you have to pray for it. And sometimes you just have to say, you know what, I'm going to take 20 seconds. I'm going to take 20 seconds of courage and I'm going to try my best and your best yeah. is going to be enough. Exactly. And and I just want you all listening to remember that the dreams that you set for yourself can be a reality. Just fight for them and believe in them. And you can have the dream. You can have the life that you've always dreamed of. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be hard. It's going to take, take a lot of patience. It's going to take a lot of courage. But as always, thank you so much, Mom, for being here. Thank you for listening to the Backroads podcast. And stay tuned for the next episode next week. And thank you again, Mom. You're welcome. And <laughs> always, and I'll be there. <laughs> oh, thank you, Mom. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to the Backroads Podcast with Josie Aurelis Wheatman. If you like our show, leave us a review. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you are listening to this podcast. Join us next week where we will talk about more adventures and passion, growth, and resilience. Thank you for tuning in.